in these difficult times, the house has been frozen for several weeks. Why? Because the uh, <laughs> the Republicans just couldn't get in. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. New speaker elected after they dumped the last one. So we know that, they, that a lot of work is completely backed up. It's backed up. And what do they want to do? They, they want to effect policies that are next to impossible to pass, if not impossible to pass. But at the same time, in everything that they do, there's one constituent that they make sure always gets a benefit, whether things are going bad for the country or they're going good for the country. Check this out. Then we'll take it on the other side. You're at home. Political battles are being waged over new military aid to Israel, along with additional aid to Ukraine in its ongoing war against Russia, which President Biden has asked Congress to authorize. Now, something Congress was previously not able to do as the House kind of didn't actually fully exist. It was in this liminal space with an interim speaker with no formal powers. It took three weeks for the Republican conference to get its act together to finally elect a new speaker. But now that Louisiana Republican Mike Johnson has been sworn in, the House Republican majority is ready to govern. And speaker Johnson is laser focused on what really matters, the most important issue on the minds of the American people, making it easier for rich people to cheat on their taxes. Not only does Johnson want to uncouple aid to Ukraine from the aid to Israel bill against the will of both the White House and the bipartisan consensus of the Senate, he is also demanding that any money for Israel be paired with cuts to the IRS, whose job it is to audit the very wealthy and make sure they are paying what they owe. And while Johnson and his MAGA Confederates were referring to this plan as a way to offset the spending, it's actually the opposite. Independent analysts, including the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, point out that gutting the IRS actually raises the deficit rather than lowers it. Because more funding for the IRS means more accountability for rich folks trying to avoid paying their fair share of taxes. Which means, duh, more revenue for the government. Cutting that funding, meanwhile, means less revenue for the government and thus higher deficits. It's expensive. Today, Speaker Johnson met with Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who presumably made the White House's case for aid. Leaders of both parties in the Senate made it clear the Speaker's alternate plan was a total non-starter. The House GOP bill is woefully inadequate and has the hard right's fingerprints all over it. It makes aid for Israel, who has just faced the worst terrorist attack in its history, contingent on poison pills that reward rich tax cheats. In short, it makes it much, much harder to pass aid for Israel. It's insulting that the hard right is openly trying to exploit the crisis in Israel to try and reward the ultra-rich. Well, let me, let me just say that, that conceptually, conceptually, Senator Schumer and I are in the same place in the sense that we view all of these problems as connected. Ukraine is 
part of it. Obviously, Israel enjoys overwhelming support, but we think it's also important that we have a part related to Asia, and that's Taiwan. Now, here's an interesting thing. For decades, a bipartisan policy consensus in Washington, especially under Republicans, and one that I think there's reason to be a little skeptical of, right, has been that like defense spending doesn't count, doesn't need to be offset. It should not be a consideration when discussing strategies for deficit reduction. That has been a hardcore Republican view. Now, this latest ideological twist in the Republican-controlled House that military aid for Israel should be offset brings us, I think, to a really interesting question. What do MAGA Republicans actually believe? What does the party stand for? What is it trying to do as a governing entity? When Donald Trump was president, the answer was pretty clear. The MAGA movement stood for fealty to Donald Trump above all else. Now think about this. Reduce IRS agents. Reduce IRS agents so that tax cheats can cheat some more so that our coffers would be laid bare from having the type of monies that we had that's necessary from those who already parasitically earned their monies. Think about that. That is the concern of the new Republican speaker and his protégés. Folks, it is time for us to make a change and it's time for us to make sure that we're all registered to vote and come next November, we know what we have to do. Vote the people who are really going to make a difference in this entire country, and definitely has little to do with that magical word, MAGA. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.